Pappy Daily Takes. Um, coming to you a little bit late today. Uh, honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and I've also, I've also been watching ba- um, like some basketball, some old games on ESPN Classic. Currently, I'm watching, uh, I think it's a game from February 2009, in which LeBron dropped 50 on the Knicks in the Garden. Um, I'm honestly just trying to see the difference in LeBron's offensive game um, from now um, as opposed to back then. Again, I never really considered LeBron a scorer. He could score when he got hot, like in this game, but I never really considered him a scorer, um, at least until year 17, not year 17, but 2017 when he was literally just forced to be. But even though I was watching uh, the game, um, uh, when he tapped Gilbert, and they kind of had like Flip Murray playing the Kyrie role, um, and I'm watching this game, uh, which is, again, uh, the Cavs' next ones from 09. I didn't know they starting like Well, not I didn't know, but I forgot their starting lineup was Ilgowskis, Ben Wallace, Braun, Zerbiak, and Mo Williams, which sounds really cool until you play uh, the Magic and they stretch you out and um, shoot threes all day. And then how you going to play Ben Wallace and Ilgowskis? And also... I think this team is actually draws a lot of comparisons to um, Milwaukee and um, Giannis's team. But I know my homie um, TPJ asked the question, like, yo, who's the most overrated player ever? And I saw some people say Patrick Ewing, and it really bothered me. Like, I hate, again, I'm going to go on this tangent again, I hate the fact that we put so much value on if a player won a ring when we are evaluating a player's individual talent. Like, who in their right mind would say Patrick Ewing is overrated? Like, you realize Patrick Ewing played with one other all-star his entire career in New York, and that was John Starks, and that was also the year Michael Jordan left the league. So we could assume if MJ is actually in the league that year, John Starks isn't an all-star. And I think the Knicks had no one record in the um, conference that year as well. So we can assume if Michael Jordan actually plays basketball, John Starks is not an all-star. So basically, John, so basically, Patrick Ewing never played with another all-star ever. And people want to say this man overrated because he ain't win a ring. Like, I hate that we do that. You know, like, why Why can't we? This is not saying winning doesn't matter because obviously winning, you know, matters. But why can't we just look at a player's individual basketball skill and judge a man based off that? Um, Like, if you just look at Patrick Ewing's resume – I mean, he didn't make John Starks play for the Rockets in Game 7 in 94. He didn't make that happen. Um, I know some people, you know, point at the missed layup against the Pacers, but honestly, that, that, like, Pat is starting to be past his prime anyway. Like, that's like, you know, with the knee Patrick Ewing. I feel like prime Ewing was 94, was like, was, you know, 88 to like 94. Everything after that is kind of like, you know, he kind of on the other side of his career. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, I just really hate that we do that. Um, and I think that that's why you see players form these super teams that fans hate so much because it's like, they don't want to go down as like people saying they're overrated or people saying their career didn't matter or people saying that they aren't a hall of famer or people saying that what they did was insignificant all because they didn't win a ring. People don't want to be Dominique. Like people don't want to do that. Um, I think Dominique is one of best players of his generation. I think it was disrespectful that he was left off the um, you know, 50 greatest players list. 
Uh, I mean, if you talk to anybody who watches basketball back then, like they they will swear by Dominique. Like let me, if I talk to my dad right now, my dad will swear by Dominique Wilkins. And he, even if you look at his numbers, they're crazy. I think he's top twenty five in scoring, if I'm not mistaken. Like Dominique is a perennial all-star one of the best players to ever play at his position i think i put him at top five i think if i do my small four rankings i probably have um 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 lebron james kevin durant larry bird uh i know i'm about to miss somebody um but this is off the top of my head scotty pippen and dominique i'm pretty sure i'm missing somebody oh Take out uh, Scotty, um, Rick Barry, Dominique Wilkins. I think that Dominique Wilkins was obviously you have Bird, but he was the second best small forward of his generation. But we give him shit because he didn't win a ring. But when you look at who was playing with, no other All Stars. Kevin Willis made one All Star team. And I think that was in like the '90s, the early '90s. And you got to go up against the Pistons. You got to go up against the Celtics. How am I supposed to win? We playing against teams with four and five Hall of Famers on it, and you running me out here with Spud Webb, John Gamble, Kevin Willis, and people like that. Like, how am I supposed to actually win basketball games? I mean, look, he took the uh, Celtics to seven. I think he outscored Bird in that game, but I'm pretty sure. But the Celtics had the better team. Like, just look at the roster. So I hate that we define players so much based off of if they want to ring. I think that's such a trivial way and such an easy way and such a cop out way to look at basketball and, you know, analyze basketball. Like, I feel like people don't really understand the togetherness it takes um, to win and, like, the luck that it also takes to win. Um, winning, you know, especially winning a championship isn't something that you do by yourself. Um, it's something that everybody, from from the owner of the organization to the person at the end of the bench, everybody has to be in sync for you to really win that big. Um, not just one guy. So I hate that we put everything all on, you know, one guy's shoulders. Like, people say, oh, Harden's overrated. Then the man will get a ring, and then everything completely changes. And I just don't like that. Why can't you appreciate what the man has done already? Same with Russell Westbrook. They'll say he overrated. Then he win a ring, and the man already in the average three straight triple-doubles. He get the ring. Then they'll start calling him the GOAT PG. But, like, why couldn't you analyze what the man had done before then? And people always say, oh, well, you know, Russ, uh, uh, was the, they never made out the first round. Okay, the first year, I remember when they played the Rockets. I remember, I think it was game three or four. They t- they had a 10-point lead when they took him off the court to get him two minutes of rest. I think going into the fourth quarter or to start the fourth quarter. When he came back into the game after two minutes of rest, it was a tie game. What do you want me to do? Also, Russell Westbrook was playing with the team that was meant for Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant plays play is is the main player on that team that team works but if you're building a team around Kevin around Russell Westbrook you build the team differently so Russell Westbrook did that with a team that wasn't even built for him then you bring in PG and you bring in Melo Melo wasn't the best fit Jeremy Grant should have been playing and I don't know why we let Paul George slide for having more turnovers than points in that elimination game um in Utah and even this year I mean like look it wasn't the best but Paul George wasn't the best either. Obviously, Russ could have been better, but if the man literally got hand surgery after the, you know, um, um, after the season, he wasn't healthy, you know. So why, why, why do we have to discredit or downgrade everything this man has done um, because his team didn't get it done? 
Steven Adams wasn't the best either in the uh, playoffs. Jeremy Grant wasn't always the best either in the playoffs. What did Dennis Schroeder do the entire time in the playoffs? Where was the shooting? You know, you got to put also some of that blame on Sam Pressy. You know you got Russ and you know you got PG out there, two people who can get to the rim. Where, why you didn't go out there and get some shooters? Why do you trade for Melo? That team might have been better. Who did, they, who did they trade for? I think they traded Canner and they traded somebody else. I can't remember, but I know they traded Canner. They really could have used Canner off the bench. That team probably was better before they traded for Melo. So we can't put all of that on one guy. And that trickles down with everybody. Like, again, I just hate that we want to throw the overrated tag on people um, just because they didn't get it done. Even I like I saw somebody put Stockton them alone. Bro, Stockton them alone, besides besides uh MJ and Scotty, uh Magic and Kareem and Shaq and Kobe, they have a legitimate argument to be the greatest duo ever. Now you'll say Steph and Clay, but Steph and Clay didn't do it long enough. They did it for what? Two seasons really? You talking about Carmelo and John Starks who did this consistently, took the, I think the Jazz had like 18 straight playoff appearances, you talk about the consistency and the longevity of that, and also how you going to fault them for losing the mic. Like that game six, um, you know, when Mike hit the famous last shot, people don't realize that shot gave him 48. Like sometimes I say people didn't play up to standards. Now, yeah, he got the ball stolen, I know. But Mike actually took their souls. Like, it just, Mike is just better than you. <laughs> like, Mike just is the GOAT and was better than you and took your souls. I'm not going to put no blame on them and say that this man career overrated or, you know, all his accomplishments and his numbers don't matter just because he didn't get a ring. And I hate that fans do that so much in this sport. Um, I think it's such a trivial way to analyze basketball. I think it's such a disrespectful way to analyze basketball. And I just think that, you know, um, people who do that need to just do better and just realize that more goes into winning than just one player's performance. If it was that easy, a lot of people would have rings. If it was that easy, you might have a different um, uh, uh, championship winner every single year. If it was that easy, it wouldn't only be like 17 franchises who won a ring. If it was as easy as if you great, you're supposed to get us there. So... I mean, that's my column for the day. Again, I don't have too much to talk about today. Uh, tomorrow, I'm sure I'll have more. I might rant about the Sparks. Um, everybody's back for the Sparks now. Um, I made it to practice the day before. So I made it to practice Tuesday. Um, those videos are out there. So check them out if you can. And, um, yeah, man, appreciate all the support as always. And uh, Pavish Lady Takes.